0: Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's continue. We're in Deuteronomy 24. Deuteronomy chapter 24. Uh, yesterday we saw in verse 19, you, uh, when you reap the harvest in your field and you forget a sheaf in the field, do not go back to get it. It is better; uh, It is to be left for the resident alien, the fatherless and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you and all the work of your hands. So here's where it's first laid out. Here's where it's first established this practice of leaving the excess behind Um, while you're collecting the harvest. That is exactly the time set for Ruth. As we saw the very last words of chapter one and as the barley harvest was beginning, guess what man, that puts us at the epicenter of Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 19. But let's continue on in the text. When you knock down the fruit from your olive tree, do not go over the branches again. What remains will be for the resident alien, the fatherless and the widow. When you gather the grapes in your vineyard, do not glean what is left. What remains will be for the resident alien, the fatherless, and the widow. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I um, am commanding you to do this. Taking the people of Israel back to their ancestral roots in chattel slavery and then giving them this clear command is a humbling thing. It's an alarming thing i feel compelled to like take my hat off and have such bad hat hair this is like a command from god to his people as you as you gather the barley harvest as you harvest the olives as you gather the grapes like don't clean the whole thing out leave a little bit left over for the fatherless see the word fatherless there there's a structure within uh there's a structure within ancient israel that everything was tied to your allocation of the promised land and your father was the namesake for, the, for that plot of land. And if you had no father, then you evidently you would have no tie to a piece of land. Ruth and Naomi are in town and they have this tie to a plot of land that belonged to Elimelech, but Elimelech led his family away from the people of God, that they would go from Bethlehem to Moab at a time like the era of the judges it doesn't say in the text explicitly but it likely indicates that he was like Ooh, let's go let, let's go party in vegas let's go like live there for a while and just obey, uh, let's just leave behind the place where like worship may have taken place let's get out of fellowship here with god's people let's go hang out with the moabites for a while um the, his motivation was not that of a missionary it was more likely just uh, to escape to get away and now uh as elimelech dies as nachlon dies as kilion dies There's Naomi and she's bereft and she's alone. She's got Ruth, she's got Orpah with her and she starts to come back. Orpah goes back to her people, but Ruth clings to Naomi, having made the most beautiful proclamation of loyalty in the history of literature. And now the two of them have made their way back home and they have this passage, this command from the Lord as their hope. He gives it on the basis of his sovereignty alone. He didn't have to provide justification to his people. He gives commands and we obey them. Okay? Like we don't we don't tell God where to go. The people of Israel didn't tell the column of flame, "Can you move this way? I'd rather go this way." Like God just tells them what to do and they do it. But in his grace, he also provides this rationale and this reminder. Look, you were slaves in the land of Egypt. You remember what it was like to be hard up. You remember what it was like and so now it's your turn to take care of people who are in need. I delivered you from slavery, and now I'm going to use you to take care of other people. Don't let, the Bi- Don't let anybody tell you the Bible condones chattel slavery. God just evoked the horrors of chattel slavery in further explaining why he gives this command to care for the resident alien, the fatherless, and the widow in Deuteronomy chapter 24 now israel is planted in the promised land literally and phys- and literally and spiritually they're planted there and they're thriving and now they've gone from being the slaves in egypt to now in their excess they're able able to provide for others that's a that's evidence of the hand of god upon them so this ancient command was given with the full authority of god god ties its roots all the way back to the book of exodus But God's not done with this text from Exodus to Deuteronomy, to Ruth, to you, just watch how these ancient words are going to leap off the page so that you and I would be grateful for this ancient command even today.